Hello and welcome to Well Capitalized. I'm your host, Bobby Kingsbury, Managing Director at MCM Capital Partners. Today I have with me Mike Tyner, Chief Operating Officer at Andover Corporation. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Mike. Hi, welcome. Glad <laughs> to be here. Uh, Mike, it's, it's an interesting experience right now and a unique time for you, given the fact that you're fairly new after the acquisition. We just acquired Andover Corporation roughly four months ago, so you have a lot of fresh information and maybe the wounds are even fresh after the <laughs> not too many wounds yeah, after the transaction so if, if you could could you please explain a little bit uh, more about what Andover does as well as uh, a little bit more on your background all right well Andover Corporation is a coding company we manufacture thin film optics for aerospace uh, the medical industry uh, life sciences uh, it's a vacuum deposition process. We have 14 coding chambers. We coat for our universities and a lot of the prime contracted defense contractors all over the country. Excellent. And then how, so how, how long have you been at, at Andover Corporation? Uh, so I used to go half a day at high school, uh, leave at 12 o'clock and show up at Andover Corp and I would work from 6 o'clock to 7 or 8 o'clock at night. At the time there was only the two owners uh, and a friend of mine who worked there that got me the job. And uh, started from there, went full-time in June when I graduated from high school, and the story continued from there. But, so you were yeah. a band of four. Band of then. four. A band of four, I think we were doing about $20,000 a month. Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then fast forward 39 years yeah. later, how many employees? Uh, yeah, 55, and we're hoping to do just under $8.5 this year. Great. So. So now, 39 years later, um, there was a unfortunate situation uh, where the founder and business owner uh, passed away, and you know, you guys had uh, started going through a a sale process, um, which was probably a, a little bit scary and different uh, for you guys, kind of not not knowing. Uh, what was going to happen? Uh, what, what were some of the biggest concerns that you had going into this uh, transaction? Well, yeah, well, when you hear the, the company is up for sale, your, your first concern is, you know, are, are, are we going to have a company? You know, going, going forward, are we going to have a company that's Andover Corp? And, or is it going to, you know, be purchased by someone who's going to, you know, dissolve the company, mm -hmm. um, sell off the equipment? Uh, so, you know, that was... The biggest fear, I mean, I, uh, we were assured right away that, you know, that wasn't going to be the case, that it was a, a good viable business and, and looked like a great opportunity for someone to come in and purchase us and, and keep us going. And so you, you had gone down the path, uh, or the state had gone down the path of, uh, of hiring an, an intermediary, intermediary. And for the uh, business owners who, who are watching this and considering exiting their business, what were some of the, uh, I guess, unknowns that you had uh, uncovered during the process? Some things that you really didn't understand or didn't expect going through uh, in terms of maybe time that was necessary in hiring a, an investment banker and going through a process. What were some of the unknowns that, uh, that you uncovered? Once the broker was hired, uh, I mean, there was a lot of support. So he did, a, I mean, the, the brokers did a, I, I really do in the end, I felt like the brokers did a great job. They provided a lot of information, but they, you know, they required a lot of support from, mm -hmm. I'd say, probably a team of three or four of us. Um, a lot of support as far as, you know, you know, the actual selling of the company. You know what right. I mean, selling like putting your best foot forward. You know, um, you know, 
showing where we were going, reporting, you know, the opportunities, things like that. So it, it, it really was a lot of work, but it was a really good cooperative effort. They did a really nice job presenting the company, uh, representing where we were going. They, they did a nice job with the data mm -hmm. package. I think you guys could attest to that. Yeah. To, um, but on, like I said, on the other end, there was a lot of participation. We were probably meeting, you know, a few hours a day, probably every day there for weeks and weeks. Um, and then once the process started, we were really spending a lot of time with, with clients, again, putting our best foot forward for the company. But, you know, there was also a part of that where you're, you know, you're selling yourself right. to as you're, as you're going forward, uh, you know. You know, yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to make sure I'm around too <laughs> with with the company as we go forward. But you know, those were some of the things. Yeah, the um, you know, once you got into the process, you, you did you pause and said, oh, you know, you really do have to start thinking about where your place is in this, along with the company, and as you're moving forward and how we're we're interacting with the brokers. But you know, the they did a great job um, representing the company. I didn't have any expectations going in, so I'm not sure if there was anything that surprised me. Um, I know that in the end, it, it, it was a lot of work. So, and meanwhile, the expectation was, you know, to keep the business going right. and going well. Yeah. So we did, you know, during that whole process, we actually finished up um, what was our what was our best year ever. We're hoping to have our best year ever this year in 2019, but we did finish that up actually with all of that distraction going on, which really did. You know, it actually helped expedite some of the uh, delegation that was required okay. and some of the delegation that was lacking um, with the previous owner, where it was a privately held company and, and, and kind of tightly managed. Um, you know, we, we really weren't given the opportunity to, to, to take the risk to delegate. So I, I think that process actually, in a lot of ways, helped us delegate because we were, we were tied up in the process and other people did did step up and do the work. It actually made us, I think it made us stronger going forward. Great, and I, I think a lot of business owners don't realize the amount of time and effort it takes, not just from them, but from their executive team and takes them away from really running the business. You have to choose an investment bank, you have to write the, the memorandum, you have management presentations, and then maybe m most of all diligence, yeah. uh, when you choose the the, the partner that you're going to move forward with, diligence is oh yeah that's a, yeah that's the next level that's the next level right you go through yeah. the the beginning process and kind of the the courting and right. then when uh, you know then when you're all done yeah the the, the diligence was 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 intense yes but again uh, and again in the end um, you know a positive process that showed you uh, a lot of strengths and weaknesses of your company. So Mike, when you were going through the process and putting the process to, together with the, the intermediary that you hired as an executive management team, you probably put together some sort of checklist that you were looking for in a buyer, the attributes you were looking for in, in a buyer. What were some of the, the things that were on that checklist? What were you looking for in a partner? Uh, we were looking for a partner that could help us grow the business, obviously, and, and, and be a mentor to us as we were moving forward to the management team. But we were also looking for a partner that wasn't gonna come in and change the company dramatically and let us continue on the successful path that we were on. So we had, many of the people that came in and interviewed had, had really specific roles for us. So it was kind mm -hmm. of funny. We had a, we had a, um, a company that had, was a satellite company and they had a specific 
industry, they were selling satellites and they wanted us to exclusively make the filters for their satellites. And it was really interesting, yeah. but you know, a little, a little scary as far as just, you know, so kind narrowly of changing. focused. Yeah. yeah, so narrowly focused. And obviously we we're gonna continue to do some of the other stuff, but they were talking about significant growth in a in in kind of a direction that was that was different. So, you know, um, again, we felt like we had a good plan for growth, uh, you know, having a a good partner to supply the capital and give us the kind of the, the fuel and the engine to move forward, I think was probably the number one thing. And you know, I, I mean me personally, I wanted to see the company continue as it was, um, you know, in uh, the culture that we had. Yeah, so. it, it always goes back to culture, right? A lot of times I, it goes back I, to culture. I really do. I mean, uh, we, have a, we have a great shop. We have a happy workplace. And I think, you know, um, we all do our best work in, 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 that, in that type of environment. And, and, and you guys have been great in, in continuing that. <laughs> great. So did, did the... Sale process create any managerial issues for you, whether it was with other members of the executive management team, whether it was with direct reports or throughout the business. You know, like, like you said, yeah. um, when to find out that the business was for sale, you know, it's kind of an uneasy feeling, especially for yeah. most of the employees. Yeah. Did it create any managerial issues for you? It, it, it did, and I think they, they did a really good job solving that, and I, and I think they did a really good job of... Um, you know, putting a team together that was an attractive team. So I, I, I think the brokers and our, and our, and our president, John Cotton, they did a nice job. They thought that out. So we immediately, um, I was promoted from the sales manager, um, outside sales manager to the vice president of the company. And then we took two other key employees and they were moved up to the vice, they were given the titles of vice presidents of their, um, uh, prospective departments. And I, that was an excellent move. Again, it, it for anyone who came in, it immediately showed you know who the key employees were. I think it, they did a nice job of positioning um, the company. So again, it was easy to see the lines of uh, uh, authority, and again, it gave a boost to us too, and, and let us know that you know we were the guys that they were going to represent and, and help move forward. And ended up being the people. Who you know received a little equity in the company also. So, I think they did a good job um, of laying that out. I thought it was well thought out that that portion of it. Great. Did did you have to deal with, you know, any rumors in in the marketplace? I mean, some of those are typically tough to to overcome. But going through a sales process, were there any rumors that you guys had heard in the marketplace? Yeah, we. I think they did a really good job. So the the owners were really um, they were really concerned. There were, there were two two phases of that. When the owner got sick, um, they were very concerned. Um, they, we were a privately held company, and um, the owner of the company was well known in the industry. So when he got sick, they were afraid that that was going to affect the business in a negative way. So that was almost a precursor to the sale. And I would say that we we handled that the same way. So we tried to keep the sale of the company. Um, quiet also to mm -hmm. kind of protect the the brand of the business um, once you got in once you got past that once once Richard passed away the people that were close to him in the industry when I would go to the trade shows and things people were asking what's going to happen and you know and I would always tell them that you know we, you know Richard left us with great bones we're, mm -hmm. we're going to continue successfully you know uh, you know no matter who owns the company then when you got to the employee side, 
there were absolutely concerns that how would it affect the employees if it trickled down? Would we start losing key personnel? Um, and if I had to do that over again, I would have addressed the employees on the first day and told them what we were going to do, what the scope of the sale was, you know, that we were looking. Because the scope of the sale always was find a partner that's going to let us continue to run the business as is. So Andover has a unique and strong culture, to your point, uh, in, in discussing cultures, both a retention and a recruiting tool. And when we went into the company, it was something that we were really attracted to. I mean, you have a chef, you have a kitchen, you guys eat breakfast together, eat lunch together. Um, and it, it just felt like, like a family. Yeah, we um, do. We had a happy I, shop. Yeah. I think it was very important to, to you guys. And d during the process, what was your biggest concern? You know, as most business owners, their companies, they formed a unique culture. What was your concern going in that maybe that culture might not be... Yeah, I, I, again, if, you know, depending on who purchased us, we were concerned that, that the culture would change. I was pretty confident that the culture wouldn't change if we kept our, our management team in place because I think the culture was driven by the management team. And mm -hmm. as long as we kept those guys in place, we would be in good shape. Um, I think, and again, the, you know, treat people fairly, put them in positions to succeed. Um, I think the, the, the having the... The kitchen and the shop, the chef at our company is brilliant. It keeps people there yeah. all day. It helps with the, the social life, but you know people aren't running out for lunches. Half it keeps kind of the clicks down. We're all in the same room, you know, big conversation. People are available for questions during lunch. It's uh, it, it that was a really great idea and is is worked out really well over the years. Having gone through the process, if from a business owner's perspective and they're watching this. Can you articulate two or three things that maybe went smoother than anticipated and then two or three things that maybe didn't go as, as smooth during the process? I thought the, the, the business dinners and the meet and greets, those all went, you know, those all went smoother than I thought. And those were all really good experiences, you know, uh, interacting with successful businesses, people who are interested in your business and then you know especially as the process went along and you were down to the four or five people that were really interested in you you know it became a really flattering yeah. process um a lot of um validation of what you were doing uh over the years that there were so many people interested in how you were doing business and, and your in your culture in particular so that was the you know that was the nice surprise mm -hmm. um the thing that i didn't like you because of the process also like we brought direct competitors in yeah um, and it was really only one company that we took off-site and I think again if if you were uh, there's a certain amount of information that was just published for everybody to see right which I mean I think you could filter that down and maybe be a little more discreet with that and then we actually had direct competitors that came in and toured the floor of our company that you know still kind of makes me a little nervous and yeah. you know talked about our largest customers and industries and what separated us so i mean if if i was them i'd go home and say well this is what separated them why don't right. we try that right <laughs> right so that was that was something that again i you know at, at the time i wasn't uh, you know i had made some recommendations but i would I, I would caution any business owner to to really evaluate you know you're really letting the uh you know, fox really in the like, hen house. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I, I think that's probably well worth the effort to slow the process down. 
Um, we only went off-site with, with one company. And, you know, and that did. It had a completely different feel to it, but it, it, because they were our competitor. So, okay. and, you know, and there were different companies that had come in. We're, we, don't, we didn't hire a lot of people from outside the industry, but we had a couple people who, who had been through this, who had some really negative feelings about um, private equity coming in and buying companies and had some, had some stories that, um, you know, that we needed to, to circle back. Um, but one of the companies that came in was one of the companies that a couple of the guys on the floor, because they were in the same industry, came in and had a bad experience with them. So yeah, it was like wildfire, wildfire. It went through the shop that this company was interested. It was a large company, and it was like, wow. So we actually had some fires to put out and really kind of told people that, you know, this was almost enough to disqualify. The fact that there were so many people on the floor, it was almost enough to put them in a different position. Yeah. So you had talked about slowing the process down. Maybe that's something that you might have liked to see gone differently. Now having been through it again, yeah. what are maybe some of the two or three things that you might have done differently or maybe you thought uh, the process might have been handled differently? Yeah, again, that, that was the main one, to just watch for the competitive edge, maybe filter the information a little better that, that was online. And we, we, you know, we talked earlier about uh, you know, maybe a little more straight talk with the employees as far as what was going on, the status of it, you know, making them feel like they were involved in the process too rather than keeping them in the dark. So what did you do? They, they, they were kept in the dark until... There were rumors that, that went around, and I really, at, at, at one point, I, we just had an all-employee meeting and just said, hey, this is what's going on, and this is the scope. So, like I said, if we, I feel like if we did that from the beginning, it, you know, it just has would a different feeling. You all those rumors, and you yeah. wouldn't have had to deal with yeah. that, and people would have felt more at ease. Yeah, because at that point, we were, in a, we were in a trust, and the trust had assured the management team that they were going to find the right partner. And that obviously the selling price was part of it, but in the end, the right partner would be the deciding factor. That you know, mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily going to be you know a top dollar thing. It was going to be the best partner within within you know, you know, the legal responsibilities of right. the people who were responsible for yeah. selling the company. And you know, I and I think if we filtered, if we started with that message, you still would have had like you know, every time you have an all employee meeting, there's three guys that leave with you know. <laughs> that you, 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 you could never Some satisfy those right. three. Yeah, we want to find those three guys. But, uh, but you know, but I think we would have at that point. Like I said, you know, and again, that that was our culture anyway. We were all in together. So maybe a little bit of disconnect um, in that regard. Yeah. That you know, and maybe a little more trust in the employees. That you know, hey, let's tell them what's going on. Keep them informed. Let them know where the, you know, the landmarks are in the process, and you know, kind of all together. I think that's the that was the biggest thing, and really the only thing in the process that that was a that was a bit of a headache and, and, and caused some stress for for our guys on the floor. Yeah, I I think that's a good point. You know, like I mentioned, we we look at a number of different businesses, and oftentimes the consensus is to not tell the employees yeah. up front what's going on. 
And I, I don't know if entrepreneurs or business owners give the employees enough credit where they will be able to handle something like this. It doesn't need sure. to be secretive. And the more you can get it out in front of it, yeah. the better it's, it's going to be. Now, there's obviously are some certain situations where it doesn't make sense. But I, I, I think most would benefit from yeah, we, telling them up front. We have this, this transparency conversation at work, uh, especially lately, because I'm a big transparency guy. Yeah. So we have the transparency uh, conversation. And, and I feel like if you're transparent and someone takes you up on something, man, if you, if you can't explain it, there's probably an issue there. So, yeah. you know, and then the reality of, of complete transparency is out there too. So you have to be, you can't be, you know, can't be a knucklehead about it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but, you know, the, the exercise of, you know, we're being transparent and here's some, you know, uh, unique feedback or things that you didn't expect to hear. I found that that's been really valuable and we, you know, we kind of relive the exercise every day at work with the, with the new management team. But that's something that I, I believe in. And, you know, I'm taking a few lumps with that too, but I do think if you applied it to this, it's, it's, it's good advice. Mm -hmm. Like if there's something that you don't want to tell somebody, you know, I think you need to look at that anyway, right? If there's something that you don't want to flow down to your employees, you know, you know, and again, it all depends where, you know, I guess where you're at and where, where the end, what, what the end game is. So. Now, earlier in the conversation, you talked about uh, getting down to the last four to management presentation, something that went smoother than normal. Yeah. It was, you know, kind of, a, <laughs> it, it was flat, you know, it was in a dating phase. Yeah. You know, it was flattering. <laughs> so now that, that we're done dating, yeah. right? And now that it's, it's, yeah. it's four or five months in, it's still yeah. early. We're still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. But tell me what your experience has been so far. It's it, it's just been great. It's it, and it, hey, it, candid, okay? No, no, yeah, don't, yeah, don't sugarcoat it. If it I, sucks, it I sucks. love Harry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, it's uh, so far it's been exactly as promised. We, you know, we're you know we're reporting to you guys weekly. Um, we have a, I mean, I, I you know, I'm you know, uh, I'm smart enough to know that things are going really well, and that's probably a, another reason why you know it, it's it's gone so well. But it, it's just been exactly as advertised. Um, you guys have been great. We knew um, you pointed out a couple things that we needed. We needed more help in our outside sales department, and we made that higher. We needed help in our finance department. From that, we concluded that if we made those adjustments in the sales, that we were going to need some more help on the tech level and engineering level. So we made four key hires in the first quarter, you know, based on, a, I feel like, a cooperative effort with, uh, with MCM. But no, it, it's been great. I feel like you guys have been uh, great mentors, uh, especially to myself. But I, I know the reality is if we have trouble, there'll, there'll be more involvement and more advice and, you know, yeah, I, to a successful conclusion. Yeah. I think we'd be there to to help to help yeah. aid you to provide guidance, you know, sounding board for you and and, yep. and your team as you guys move forward to help you get through some of the, those issues. Fortunately, you know, it's it's, it's early. Things yeah. are going ex- extremely well. Yeah. But I I, I want to get back to you know what what you said um, a, a few minutes ago about the employees because you know a lot of times in, in terms of private equity, we're considered a lot of the the bad guys or the yeah. dark, the yeah. dark force. Um, and most of the time it's, you know, they're going to uh, increase earnings, increase value of, uh, of a company by uh, cutting, uh, yeah. either by cutting employees, by cutting costs. And it's interesting to hear you say in the first four months of ownership, 
we have hired at least six people yep. uh, during that, that time frame. Um, and I, I think from a private equity standpoint, what we want to do and to, to help you guys is to continue growth, to build a foundation yep. for growth. And I hope we uh, yeah, I think, have portrayed that enough. Yeah, we're, we're, we're planning for success. That's what we like to say at work. We're planning, we're planning for success. We needed to, you know, yeah, we're building momentum. So if I had a concern, if things continued to go this way, that, you know, our actual our shop, as an old ops guy, you want to make sure that you can actually produce the products mm-hmm. that, you know, that we're selling. And um, I think MCM was a great partner in that. I expressed that uh, to Harry and you early that I said, you know, we have to be careful about the salesperson that we hire. We don't want to bring in work that doesn't, you know, that isn't a good fit, that's right. going to overrun the company, that's going to allow us to deliver the high quality and the on-time delivery that's given us our... Our, our niche in the market, and I think we did. We we did find after process that you guys were very helpful with. We were we found the right salesperson. Great. So, great. So now looking back holistically, you've been at the company for thirty nine years. Okay, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I was just a baby. Yeah. Since <laughs> <laughs> so, so <it's> like eight. <laughs> so you've been at the company for thirty nine years. You started when you were six. Yeah. Okay. No, no child labor. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, you had an unfortunate event happen where the business owner had passed. Yep. You've gone through a iterative sales process. Uh, you have found a partner uh, that's hopefully going to help continue to, to grow your business so far. What advice would you give to a business owner or anyone else in an executive management team uh, having been through this process when most of them haven't? Um, advice, I, I guess some of the things we talked about, you know, I think the transparency with the management team and the ownership and the, and the employees really about what, you know, what's, what's your goal? What do you, what do you, what are you trying to achieve by the sale of the company? Um, and I guess that would just vary. Like I, in our case, I, I mean, I think we really wanted to keep the company going in the image of the, of the previous owner. And I think we've done a nice job with that. We've kind of broken away from some of the conservative restrictions, but the company's always going to be run the way that he wanted to. So I would say no, you know, really kind of have a clear goal of, of what the scope of the sale is, where, where, you, where you're headed, and then, you know, uh, bring everybody along. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you so much for, for joining us today, man. It's, it's been a pleasure. Look forward to, to many good years to come. Yeah, I appreciate thank it. you. Thank you. <laughs>